welcome to another episode of Giving a Hoot with Ryan and Luke. I thought you were yawning for a second. Uh, no, I think that was just the, I think that's just the kind of week and kind of last five games we've had. Oh, yeah, it's been rough. Um, well, let's talk some news first. Okay. Uh, we've got Dion up for goal of the month for September. Absolute beauty. Uh, get out there, vote, vote again, get on to a different IP, vote again. Um, you know, maybe a couple more votes and then send it to your friends, family, uh, estranged family, ex significant others, current significant others. Significant yeah. others, significant others. Just send it Whoa. to everybody. Those polyamorous relationships. I uh, mean, we don't judge. Yeah, it, this is a judgment-free zone. Um, except, baby. definitely, spam eggs, spam, spam is better uh, than your eggs, yeah. egg, spam, and eggs. It's from the official spam museum in Austin, Minnesota. Thank you. Oh. Fair. Did you fair. even know that was a thing? I did. Um, and I'm told you can't eat the exhibits. Cannot, no. Which is very disappointing. <laughs> um, so, anyways, go vote for Dion because especially beautiful goal. That the, and that was the goal before they moved him to defense. So you should especially vote. Yeah. Well, you should vote for Dion because that could be the only thing we won in the month of September. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh he's not wrong folks he's not wrong yeah sorry sorry the uh, hard <laughs> truths but um other news we have a signing that we haven't talked about yet yeah um, uh, rich did very well though yeah uh rich uh has a great article up at wghmedia.com um for our new goalkeeper uh who's Salt Lake City or Salt Lake University or college, community college. Uh, yeah, same place so, Jiva came from. Yeah, yeah, he came from with G or where Jiva was, and then he was with Real too, wasn't he? With the Monarchs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, nineteen. He, I think he was with their academy. Yeah. Um. um but first name Eduardo. I, I don't have it in front of me. Um, I don't either. Sorry, I, I'm I'm bad with names. Um, it read Rich's article. He gets much more in depth. I do find it interesting though his Salt Lake uh, Community College uh, tie-in because that's three UO ties there mm-hmm. directly. Jay having um, obviously been uh, head of the academy at Real Salt Lake. Yep. Um, and uh, former kit man, now kit man for uh, Real Monarchs out there. Uh, Gente, Jaime, uh, who was an Academy signing last year, is out there now. Oh, is he? Good for him. Yeah. Um, Jiba obviously came in this season, has done amazingly. Uh, so I'm hoping we never have to see Eduardo play um, because that would mean we would have another keeper injury. Um, yeah. Um, a lot 
lot of people on Discord are talking about this being a, a signing for the future. Um, yeah, and I, I can definitely I, I, see that. And I'm good with, I mean, one, not to knock Shido or Kevin, but he'd be the tallest goalkeeper on our roster. He's six foot four. Um, yep. So he's more of the prototypical height for a keeper. Um, but he's also young, so he's he wants to get experience. And, you know, I mean, Shido, as far as I remember, he's still uh, still leading for Golden Glove. Yep. Uh, and if he wins that, that's two years in a row. Um, Kevin's, no offense to Kevin, not getting any younger. Um, and so having a young guy there isn't a bad call. Well, honestly, a young guy, if you've got to ride the bench and you're not uh, going up through a Premier League or Bundesliga or Eredivisie Academy, uh, this is probably one of the best teams to be riding the bench on because you have two world-class keepers in front of you. Um, For sure. And Shido, if Shido's here next year, um, I'm going to have some words with his agent <laughs> because, ah, damn, that, that boy is one hell of a keeper and uh, deserves to move up at least one level, if not a few. Um, well, and we know from what we were told, Kevin pushed Shido and changed Shido's work ethic and what do you want to do? Yeah. And so having a young guy come learn from a guy like Kevin and Shido, who are yeah. the first to arrive, the last to leave, doing that stuff, he's going to learn those good habits of being a good professional. And I love that part for him, too. I, I hope he picks up some of uh, Shido's fiery nature, um, punching guys in the head, uh, just maybe not the getting injured against Greenville part like yeah, that. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. And hopefully Kevin teaches him how to score goals in Warner Park. Yes. Yes. That this, that would this. be very, very useful. Um, <laughs> speaking of goals, there were two in the last game we played. Uh, one for us. And one for North Carolina. Uh, so we we started that game off pretty well. Um, yeah, I mean, it, we, we look decent start. I'm, I'm okay talking about the start because that was like only my third gin and tonic. Um, by the end, that's of the right. Game, you had, had family, right? Yeah. And by the end of the game, I had five, uh, I was feeling really good uh, until I, you know, finished the game. And then I was like, Oh, <laughs> don't feel so good after five gin and tonics. But yeah. Um, starting off. One of the best starts we've had in a long time. Yeah. Um, no, Corey gets, what was that, a 13th minute goal? Yeah, it was um, really, 13th, 15th. Yeah, yeah, it was very early goal for us. Um, you know, everybody seemed to be working well together to start. Yeah. And then it just kind of went downhill. Um, I... I I honestly don't know what happened, but yeah. we gave up a goal 82nd minute, which is uh, what our last five games. Yep. Almost all of our all of our goals have come after the 70th minute. Yeah, uh, I think didn't Kyle kind of go into that? Um, I can't remember if you did a data dive or if that was on Discord, but yeah, we've. I mean, shockingly lot of late goals that 
this is a team that for two seasons and probably the better part of this season, if we had a lead, we felt pretty good about it. Defense rarely gave stuff up. You know, I mean, I remember 2020, if we had a one-goal lead, it was almost like, hey, we can lock this down for quite a while. Yeah. Um, but it, we just – I don't know. Guys are – I don't know if they're switching off. I don't know, you know, if mentally they're switching off. We we have a lot of young guys that just came from the college ranks. This is the longest season they've played in a really long time. There might be some mental fatigue going on, but there's just something happening where it shuts down. And I know it's North Carolina, but – this league are dangerous all 11 teams yeah no matter where they're at in the table yeah i the the only place i can really find where we dropped off significantly and like an explainable cut there was when we had to put we've had to pull dion back yeah. or with and we did not have isaac back there and no offense to Isaac, but he is never was like a flashy player. When he was out there half the time, you didn't notice him just tearing up the, the pitch. He, he wasn't doing so much, but without him out there, mm-hmm. you're like, holy shit, what a diamond in the rough we had. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, it's college football season, so I'm always going to use my college football comps. But if you watch football, the offensive line is one of those positions that if they never talk about them, that means that they're having a really good game, right? They haven't held. They're keeping the quarterback clean. Defense is like that for a, for soccer. If your back yeah. line isn't being talked about during the game, it usually means they're doing really good. They're, they're shutting things down. And, and that was Isaac. Isaac was one of those players that yeah. he didn't get a lot of, uh, of the pub, but it was because he did all the little things right. And he kept us clean. And him going down was was huge. Yeah. Clearly, how many how well, many guys did we go through back there before Jay settled on Dion? Three. Uh well, Dion being the third. Um, although Shaft has kind of occasionally been sliding in there. Uh you had Eddie. And Eddie's pretty solid there, but Eddie's better in the midfield. Um mm-hmm. Emir. We saw what happened there against Tucson. Um, yeah, for sure. Dion and, and Shaft, which yeah. Shaft again, um, he, he didn't get the start for this game, but when he came on, he, he had some good, he was a bright spot out there, uh, which was, you know, a definite positive, had at least one or two shots on goal. And you know, really, really brought in a good tempo, good energy later in the game. Um, unfortunately, I, we couldn't hold it. And that and what would have solidified us uh, in the playoffs. We are still technically not safe. We are technically not a lock for the playoffs, although Madison and Tucson definitely are not in the playoffs. Yeah, what's the magic number now is like. Is it 41, 42, something like that? I think it, we're at 42, aren't we? Uh, yeah, so, so it's got to be 43. Okay. Yeah. So it, not that I want us to – we need to find a way to win the next two, especially since they're both at home. But 
the, it is at least somewhat re, uh, of a relief that all it takes is a draw on Saturday to hopefully solidify at least making the playoffs. The thing I fear is uh, we we have we've drawn a lot this season, and if you only get two more points, you know three points in October, you're likely playing a road playoff game. Uh, something that uh, we have we have yet to do. Yeah. We we would have played a road game against Greenville in the first season. Yeah, don't don't, don't want to talk about that one. Yeah. Um, and uh, we all know what happened last year having two home playoff games, but um, this is going to be a really weird silver lining. But honestly, this team not immediately going and repeating as a champion is almost better for all these guys that we have on this team because. I think we can get a lot of these guys to come back knowing that there's more out there and knowing they have more room to grow. And I think that that's, that's gotta be Jay sell to a lot of these young guys, right? Like look at Dami, look at Evan, look at these guys that we had for two seasons that were able to take that, win a championship and then go on to the next level. And so yeah. I, that's the only silver lining I've, I've really been able to take out of this so far is, if we're not going to have a successful end of the season like we expect there to be, at least we we know that we're not going. There's a potential to not have a huge roster turnover, and having guys like Shaft and Corey that can be around for more than half the season, and or a third of the season, and actually get the time to gel. I mean, look at look what's happening with Corey all of a sudden. He got comfortable with the team, and now he's scoring goals. He's playing a lot better. And he's the guy that we all expected him to be when he came. Yeah, Corey, Corey definitely has really brought himself into the team. Um, great guy. Ran into him and Ricky at the um, uh, Uber House um, Oktoberfest. Now, definitely trying finding ways into the community. Just uh, awesome. yes, all all about getting in with this team. And I think he's, he's taking a spot as a leader, uh, not just uh, by scoring goals, but I think uh, he's a veteran. He's played all levels. Like he, he's a guy, if you have him here with, uh, you know, Connor, if Louise is back, um, just so much um, veteran knowledge that that yeah. can be imparted to these younger guys. Agreed. Well, and I think a guy like Noe, who's had a great season, only mm. is going to benefit from another year of playing with a guy like Corey or having a captain like Connor. Like those guys just benefit yeah. from that and having those, you know, having that chance to learn from guys that have done it at, at various levels. I mean, all three of those guys have played at various levels. Well, honestly, Noe didn't get to start playing his the position he's best at regularly mm-hmm. until Corey came in till he had sure. as we were talking about putting that veteran next to him yep. um and we've i i beat that hammer just all season yep. uh it, he's no he looks better Granted, when he's playing as often as he is, it's difficult because he, his stamina, um, his season-long stamina is not quite there. But 
I, I think he's looked like a significantly better player when he has that veteran um, pairing up top. Well, and a guy that is a genuine threat besides himself. You know, and we've talked about this a lot, but one of the reasons Evan got in some of the positions he got into last year and scored some of the goals he did was because you had a guy like Greg Hurst drawing defenders. You have to keep an eye on him. No offense to Hugo. Hugo wasn't that guy. Yeah, Ricky went and um, scored goals, uh, you know, internationally, but Ricky wasn't doing that in the league. So they weren't ha- paying as much attention to him as they were Noe. But having two violent up there makes a big difference. Do you think it has something to do with having a goon up there? Because I get get that kind of vibe from Corey on the field. Same sort of like goon sort of vibe that we, we got from objectively a goon. Um, you know, and with this, but I also do agree with you because talker. Corey's a talker. Now they talk differently. I think Greg's a little quieter. Corey's more fiery. But here's the thing is even if they're not scoring goals, they're always in the ear of a defender, right? They're chirping. They're saying yeah. stuff. They're, they're chirping at a keeper. And that starts to mentally grind on guys. And Hugo's not doing that. Ricky's not really probably doing that. And so, yeah, and that leaves a guy like Noe or Evan the chance to kind of just sneak in there and be the quiet one. Well, I, I will say this with uh, with Corey. He's probably easier for defenders to understand than Greg was. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's jump ahead to the future. We need to win this one. Uh, Tormenta's in great form. Um, currently, they're sitting fourth. We're sitting third. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Greenville and uh, Richmond ahead of us. I mean, Richmond's like, kind of pulling away at this point. Yeah, we we need a win here. A win gets us a almost a guarantee of a home slot um, going into the playoffs. A draw, I think we we still clinch um, playoffs, but a win uh, a win's going to help. Uh, this is also going to be a weird one because this is going to be a colder game. Um, temperature is going to be dropping into the the low forties. So it's going to be closer to, uh, when we played the menace back at Morrison, um, in March. Let's go. Uh, Like it, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how the guys adapt because, um, you know, tomorrow we're recording this Thursday, Friday, uh, temperatures in the 30s like yeah. what's our high tomorrow like 55 I, I love it i finally pulled out all my air conditioners uh <laughs> oh yeah that's right yeah no yeah no central air <laughs> uh, uh, uh what do you what do you think we're we're going to be looking at with, with a lineup here uh guys have had seven days rest uh it's a pretty easy shot down to North Carolina. Um, looks like they had a couple of days off too. Oh boy. Um, top, I think you got to keep Corey and Noe up there. Um, I, I think that's your best pairing up top and you need goals. Um, Tor- Tormenta is not like a free scoring team, but they're also, I mean, they're in fourth place for a reason. Um, 
and and kind of the whole idea behind them is coming to fruition for them is have an academy, fill your team that way, have young guys and kind of build your team up and it's all hitting in their fourth season. But, um, you know, those guys know each other really well on that team because they've played together for quite a while. So you, I think having those two up top to at least be dangerous together. Um, I think our back four is pretty much set where it's going to be set. I think. Well, Alex uh, may have picked up an injury. Yeah. It's so hard to know. What does Jay never says anything? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if Alex is injured, then we've got G in center, um, which changes. I think then you have to play Dion in the back over shaft. But if you've got, if you got Alex there, throw shaft in. uh, And I think that that could be. Yeah. Nice, dangerous. um, Maybe put Dion in the midfield again. I like, I do like the opportunity to try and have Shaft and Dion on the field at the same time. Um, yeah. One Shaft. Well, Shaft and. Yeah. Uh, Shaft and Ryan. Uh, Shaft, Ryan, and Dion. Like that. Uh, all of them are super fast. They've got great, great crossing ability. They. Uh, Shaft needs to control it a little bit, but once he does, it, it's going to be. Uh, you know, hands down, best crossing in the league. It's a well, dummy level. Sometimes the legs don't carry him this far. Um, between the, you know, the legs just being older and the Achilles and stuff like that, I think there's just, there's times where you can tell he's saving it for a big run. But if you have Shaft with him, whether Dion's at right back and Shaft's up at a wing, or vice versa, Shaft is so fast, he can cover, right? And having that guy that can cover and track back and get a tackle if Dion can't make that run, or run past Dion to get a cross in is great. Um, I think, I mean, Joe's kind of become a mainstay. You don't see him off yeah. the field a lot. Um, my only, like, out of the midfield, I think the biggest question is Shivani or JP. And JP's, I mean, both of them have been great in the attack. Uh, Both of them are showing themselves to be solid sixes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think JP's been rushed through some injuries, which I, I I would rather see a fully healthy JP on the field than Shivani at this point. But yeah. if a, another week of rest helps JP get back and we can solidify a spot uh, in the playoffs uh, by playing Shivani, much rather see him out there. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I'd say is defense. I want someone that's a little bit more defensive in the midfield that can help protect the back line a little bit more. Um I think that Alex and and Dalton have have developed. It's almost like the Dalton Alal pairing of two guys that you know are solid. They know what the other guy's going to do. They trust each other, um, and G's just not quite there yet with that trust well, level. I 
at the same time, G has also been played a few different spots. Everywhere, yeah. Uh, like, very, very Swiss Army. But I'd say this, like, if you get consistent playing time next to Dalton, you're going to become a better player. Oh, for sure. I agree. I, I think I that's, think that's Alex easy. Is, yeah, yeah I, I think that's easy to see over his three seasons here. Um, and Camille's not on here so tonight. So uh, we're, we're saying this not under duress. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, like Dalton's presence back there has, and it's definitely a reason he's got the armband um, whenever Connor is not starting. For but sure. He is. Well, I, I think what you're saying is per, Alex is a perfect example of because from that Des Moines Menace game to today, long time there where we were like, who's going to be the guy with Dalton? And now today we're like, it's going to be Dalton and Alex if Alex is healthy. And that just shows his yeah. growth. Um, and I, Alex is a damn good defender uh, because he's learned how to, to how to play it professionally and be there. And I think Dalton has a, a lot to do with that. Um, I think it also helps if we yeah. have the keepers we have, you know, whether it's Kevin or Shido back there, you have two strong leaders at keeper too. Um, yeah. Not sure what's going on with Shido. I, I'm going to start with Kevin just because I haven't heard any – any rumors or anything about Shido being ready to go? Shido for yeah. me is a lot like JP. Like, give him the rest. Yeah, if he's not one hundred percent, rest him. I'd rather have yeah. him for the playoffs. I, I definitely agree there. Um, no, Shido's a guy who I know is going to stay fit uh, throughout an injury. Like, if, if he's working on an injury, he's going to keep everything else fit. Uh, same with JP, like they're, they're guys. I don't think unless it's, you know, they're out for a season, don't need a long lead time to get right. back into starting 11 fit. So Agreed. Uh, I, I, if I'd rather give Shido another week, if he's like questionable um, and just let him, let him rest it out. I know he's probably hungry to get back out there. Want, wants to get playing again, but uh, it, if it come boils down to it, I want him in the playoffs. Um, you know, we—that's what yeah. we need to start building or resting our roster, assuming we we make the playoffs. Well, and that's the thing is, Tormentos for sure a playoff team. <laughs> um, yeah, Fuego's right on that border. And, yeah. Um, and so either way, if he's rest this one and plays against Fuego he's getting a playoff caliber team coming against him so that when we have that playoff game, he's ready for that. He's seen that level of competition, which is good for him. You know, if, if you're coming back and you're again, no offense, North Carolina, they're dangerous. Obviously we gave up a goal to them, but coming in against them is different than playing a Fuego who plays fast or playing as tormentors in fourth place right now. Well, and right now, uh, Tormenta has a fully fit uh, Tobias Otiano. Oh, that's right. And I can't boo that man, though. I can't boo him. I can't can't boo him. He, he's too damn nice. Uh, but he's dangerous. He was anytime he was fully fit for us, he's dangerous. Uh, I 
know Dalton knows how to shut him down. I know JP knows how to shut him down. Um, I I think Toby would probably uh, Toby would probably run away as quick as possible in a non celebratory fashion if he scored on Shido. Uh, oh, for sure, <laughs> agreed. Or like Toby would get very confused and run towards the berm because he'd be very excited <laughs> for himself. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> the last time Toby scored in Warner Park, good things were happening. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, um, I mean, it, Toby was fully playing. Team of the week became like a mainstay for a while there. I mean, he's he yeah. was getting named the team of the week almost every other week, almost weekly, ever since he got fully fit for them. So, I mean, we knew how good Toby was. Unfortunately for us, just a lot of different circumstances happened for Toby that did not line up the way we wanted it to. Yeah, I, I think uh, Jay probably wanted to slot into that um, dummy role, and Toby Toby wants to attack. Yep. To- Toby wants to be center of the field, and he wants to attack. Yep. Uh, he can do it. He can definitely I'll do say- it. You can't argue with him with two of the two of some two of the greatest goals I've seen scoring at Warner Park. That free kick and then yeah. the the late one in the final. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh all right. Uh score prediction. I'm gonna say uh one nil Omaha. Yeah. Uh one nil Omaha. Um, who's going to score it? Noe. DK. <laughs> uh, if, if DK, DK scores, Camille will come back on the pod with us. Nah, I, I think Camille will probably uh, launch a celebratory own pod. Uh, hey, I'm down with that. Well, she... She's got to stop playing uh, soccer every night of the week. She plays more soccer than the professional soccer player that she's uh, marrying, current professional soccer player. So That's true. Um, I, I do think, though, during the offseason, we need to start a, a new segment, which is, Camille, update us on your wedding planning. Ooh. We, we, I, I, think, I think we're going to need that. Probably it's going to have to be an interactive one. Um, you know, Get some fan voting in there. Uh, just we should get together with her and uh, let us try things like cake. I, I'm just saying. I, I I could definitely try some cake. Dalton can't eat it because he has to stay in shape for soccer. So we have to we sacrifice ourselves. I will sacrifice my waistline for cake. We know we know DK <laughs> listens to this, so DK, we're here for you, man. Yep, it's just all just here here to help. Um, events coming up this weekend. Yeah. Uh, obviously the game on Saturday, um, Which no one 7 PM to miss because Nebraska sure. plays a Friday night game. Yeah. No Husker football. So 7 PM game at Werner park. Uh, it's Hispanic heritage night, uh, brought to you by Supermercado Nuestra Familia. Nailed it. Hey. Yep. Uh, Sunday, there is from, what's it, 11 to 1, noon to 1 at the Hale Varsity Club. 
Yeah. Which is, yeah. Uh, Player meet and greet. Uh, Go get yourself some lunch. Uh, Is there football at that time yet? Like, I, I, like American football, foosball? Uh, yeah, there'll probably be NFL games on, but yeah, pay attention to the Chiefs, the NFL, because that's all I have time for. I'll yeah. be honest, so, I will be at a volleyball game watching my child play volleyball at that time. So that that's more exciting. Um, but I if, also have different access get a, to the players. So true, true. Uh, get out there, meet, uh, meet players, get some autographs signed, have have a Bloody Mary to uh, help cure your hangover from the massive Union Omaha win Saturday. Uh, And then a couple hours after that, out at uh, Backswing Brewing, you have the Omaha Brigade, uh, Sporting Kansas City supporters, Mm -hmm. uh, since they will not be making the playoffs. um, Why did we have to bring that up? Uh, they they will not be making the playoffs, but they are um, doing a decision day watch party uh, with football yeah. for the world. So bring some of your new or lightly used um, soccer equipment out there yep. or cash. Uh, they're doing a raffle for some signed Sporting Kansas City merch, um, as well as Backswing's got some tasty beverages, and it it's going to be a great time uh, with football for the world. Let's say support our friends from football for the world. Yeah, I mean they're they're doing some great stuff. They're about to, um, I think, do the ribbon cutting at their uh, Jackson Elementary mini pitch. Um, and then Monaco so. probably like make it again. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, uh, in the meantime, make sure you're liking, subscribing, um, commenting, check out the blog, like, subscribe, comment there, um, wghmedia.com. Rich has been putting out some great articles. Kyle's got data dives, and as we've got a lot of stuff coming in the off season after the blog, um, no, a lot of opinion pieces, editorials, uh, data analytical dives um you know a lot of a lot of stuff going there uh going yeah. to be a good time uh to keep you going through the off season probably some uh expansion news some actual team announcements not just um potential that hey we might want a team yeah exactly uh, th- those are getting a little old but um Probably some expansion news coming in the next couple of weeks. So keep your eyes out for that. And um, yeah, Ryan, who gives a hoot? We do.